Engaged and Inspired podcast. A simple warning. We know many of you are planning a wedding right now. We may be tempted to drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words. Keep this in mind if you have small children in the room or are on a Zoom call. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired podcast. Let's be honest. Planning a wedding is tricky. And at Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and leaving you feeling inspired. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to Be Engaged and Inspired, the podcast. DJ Sam from Atmosphere Productions here. Yep, and I'm Kia with Engaged Connecticut. And it's Wednesday. So you've got a Wednesday tip? Uh, I dug deep for this one. Oh, I had to. Wedding Tip Wednesday is available on the Being Age and Inspired Facebook group page. See, I got through it. And the tip is, take your time. Have a two-year engagement. This gives you time to better research venues and vendors. And here's the big tip. Lock down your preferred vendors at their current prices. I love when my 2023 brides call and say, we'd like to book you. I'll say, yes, you'll get this year's price. As a wedding planner, there's parts of that that I like and parts of that that I hate. All right. If you can get through your alcohol haze. No, yes. I just used some hand sanitizer, which clearly is just all alcohol. And it, I'm, I'm very clean at this moment. But the bottle does say scotch. No. Hand sanitizing scotch. So a long engagement can be good. But sometimes if you are the type of person who is indecisive, it can actually cause you more stress because you feel like you have to... Like, oh, I saw this, so now I can't do it. Or I went to a wedding, and now they're having that, so I'm not going to have that. You you start getting those apprehensive yes. feelings. So you can prolong your, I don't want to say agony is not the right thing. <laughs> but I mean, sometimes there's things that you can't plan. Or you might get upset if a vendor isn't booking into 2023 or 2024. I don't know why they wouldn't want to take your money. True. I don't know either. And sometimes there's benefits to planning a um, more, you know, last minute wedding because you can negotiate things for like, hey, well, we know this is the only date you don't have booked, so. So, uh, what are you willing to, what, what are you, what are you willing to deal on? <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. <laughs> yes. I, just, you know, just an idea. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I will tell you, if we are two years out, I will not be meeting with you every single month. Oh God. Just not happening. Nope. Hell no. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so what's our topic today, Sam? Wedding traditions. We're going to go through some wedding traditions and get the background of some of them. Okay. On why they're wedding traditions, for instance. Okay, well then, which one would you like to start with? Well, we'll start with the wedding dress. Okay. Obviously, back in ye old wedding days, mm-hmm. people used to just wear any dress. I'm not sure you knew that, that it was in Victorian times, Queen Victoria had a wedding dress that was white. Okay. She Because brides used to wear any color dresses. It was, well, those were the unpure ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Queen Victoria chose a beautiful white dress, and mm-hmm. from that point onwards, white dresses have become the standard yes. at weddings. That is true. And I think, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't have a colored dress, but you oh. should not go with, like, what's in style right now, because when you look back at those photos, you will not think you chose correctly. <laughs> and I mean, if you want to get a black wedding dress, which I've seen, and it fits oh. your personality and it fits the look yeah. that you're going for, then it's perfect for you. It's just when people pick something that's not them. I had a Halloween wedding many years ago where the bride had a black 
wedding dress cool. because she wanted everybody to be in black tie mm-hmm. and she wanted a black wedding dress and it went along with no. it perfectly. And that works and that was, you know. Absolutely. Instead of costumes, they had, what's the stick? Masquerade. Like that's, it was masquerade. Why do I know ball. that? I mean, he's literally just wiggling his fingers in the middle of the air. Well, that's why you're my uh, work wife. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This relationship <laughs> is getting very complicated. <laughs> and there's also a, a reason why you don't see, the groom is not supposed to see the bride in her dress. It's bad luck. Well, I mean, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what, well, we're doing traditions. I know. I, I, I didn't I say mean, it was true. No, true. That's, I guess that's the point is, well, then that's like more like a superstition. That's not a tradition. Well, that's, that's super- true superstition. Yes. Yeah. And so, to, and that's now true. lots of couples do do like a first look. They do that for lots of reasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not a... I'll tell you what's also bad luck is if you try on your complete outfit, your wedding dress, your shoes, your veil before the wedding day, that's supposed to be bad luck too. Yeah, but when you go to your fitting, you should always bring your shoes because you you need to make sure that they you're at the right height. You need to have the right underwear to make sure it's not sticking out anywhere. And you might as well put the veil on. How many of your couples are still married, Sam? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I think they're they're referring to in public. Gotcha. Not in private, uh, having it tried on. But okay. well, I wouldn't know since I'm not planning to wear a wedding dress. Gotcha. Okay, so wedding rings. Yes. You know why it's on the finger that it's on? No, tell us. Right. Supposedly, I mean, not supposedly. Tradition says. Well, no, not tradition, but basically it's supposed to be like there's a vessel that goes like a a blood vessel that is connected to your heart. Oh. So there's that one belief that it's, you know, it's the the one closest to your heart. I I thought the ring was circle of life, you know. It is the circle of life. That's another one. Yeah. And um, you also should not, see, this is not actually, these are more... These are not necessarily traditions. These yeah, are more superstitions. superstitions yes. Yeah. Okay. But maybe we could call this wedding traditions, traditions that are superstitions. There we go. <laughs> but you also are not supposed to drop the rings. Why? Because it's considered it's bad, bad luck. luck. Yeah. And I mean, this is why one of those things where people are like, oh no, like this is a really great mature three-year-old who can carry our very expensive rings down uh, the aisle. I say no. Don't we hate that? I hate it. There's got to be a better way. And it's cute. It does look cute oh, with the kid with the ring on the pillow. But that that's just I've in movies. I've seen those pillows go long. Like, oh, fine. yeah. I've seen the kid toss it and they're yeah. running towards mom or dad. Yeah. Or, or if they don't decide to go, like what is like somebody else supposed to walk down with the pillow? <laughs> I mean, but I've had people who do the where they pass the rings around to everybody. That makes me. Oh. So if you do it like inside like a pouch. And they're going around, I'm mm-hmm. okay. But when somebody's like handing over like loose rings, yeah. eh, I don't know. I don't. And now that tradition is for what? Is that just for everybody It's mostly to see so everybody's blessing the rings. So okay. they're there. You can also just have your officiant say, does everybody bless this couple? They say yes and you And then on. move on. Yeah. I, say, I say, let's do that. I, I agree. I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm assuming you've heard that it's considered like good luck if it rains on your wedding day. I, I've never believed that, but I've heard that I think tradition. somebody said that to somebody to make them feel better. And then it just sort of stuck. <laughs> That's exactly. Right, but I think I did read somewhere once it's meant to be that the earth is sort of cleansing itself for like a brand new beginning, but like a little purity, yeah. I don't know. Well, I've done so many weddings that it rained, I don't know whether they're still married or not, and I really don't care because I don't think (laughs) I don't don't believe in that in superstition. So basically, (laughs) Sam walks underneath ladders, holds a black cat, does a whole bunch of things before he comes to your wedding, just so you guys know. Yes, okay. Well, we're gonna head off to commercial and we'll be back with some more traditions, superstitions, whatever. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. 
Welcome to the Inn at Mount Pleasant. Contact us at theinnatmountpleasant.com. Located in the hills of Torrington, our classic New England bed and breakfast and historic barn is the perfect location for your personalized wedding weekend. Contact us at theinnatmountpleasant.com. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths as seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com That's www.atmosphere-productions.com Hey Sam, when it comes to finding the right professional vendor, it can seem overwhelming to know where to start. It can, Kia, unless you use easyeventplanning.com because they'll find perfect vendors for your event within your budget and deliver them right to your inbox. You can search through over 28 categories of party and wedding services. Get the details you need to narrow down your choices quickly with their category-specific profiles. Chat with vendors via text, audio, or video from any device. EasyEventPlanning.com will make planning your wedding or event easy from their extensive vendor directory to their free tips on favors, decorations, themes, and more. Contact them today at EasyEventPlanning.com. I'm Keith Allen, and welcome to the Keith Allen Minute. As a 40-year veteran in the wedding industry as a wedding entertainer, I've been asked to share with you some of the do's and don'ts, which I also call wedding tips, that I've learned over the years and have shared with my couples. Congratulations, you just got engaged. You're so excited you want to share the news with all of your friends and family. In 2021, the easiest way is to post something on social media. Be careful what you say. People are watching. You may start getting messages or emails from wedding vendors who aren't who they claim to be. Pay attention to the little details in their correspondence. If the grammar is off, there's spelling mistakes, or missing punctuation, move on. Don't be tempted by unsolicited discounts, limited offers, or special deals. There are people out there that are very talented when it comes to separating an excited couple and their money. Take the time to think over any offers because a trusted professional will always respect that and work with you. I hope you enjoyed today's Keith Allen Minute brought to you in association with the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. If you're looking for some new ideas for a rehearsal dinner, maybe thinking about something different for your work events, well, Keith Allen Productions can help you there. We offer trivia programs, music bingo, family feud, both virtually and in person, plus several more game options. If you're really looking into something different, how about a nine-hole portable miniature golf course? Take a look at our full list of programs online at KeithAllen.com. That's Keith Allen. A-L-A-N.com. Heidi Hansen Photography. Fun, happy, a little unorthodox, sometimes silly, with lots of candid. Hi, this is Heidi from Heidi Hansen Photography. www.heidihansenphotography.com. I like being goofy with my couples, making them laugh, and overall just having a blast on their wedding day. Every wedding day is different, and that is what keeps my job super awesome. I service Connecticut and New York. You can find me on www.heidihansenphotography.com and also on social media. You are listening to DJ Sam and Kia on the B&G. Engage and Inspired Podcast. I'm Gary Baker 
Porter from the Spa at Norwich Inn. Please check us out at the spa at norwichinn.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcasts. It's free from iTunes and Google Podcasts. Floral Design by Melissa has been working with florals for over 20 years, and I'm Melissa. I love weddings and events, and that is all our business does. We serve all of Connecticut and parts of New York. We are looking forward to working with your style, vision, and price point. We understand that each couple has different style, and we can't wait to learn yours. Find us at floraldesignedbymelissa.com or look for us on Facebook and Instagram. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Now, back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast, sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome back to Be Engaged and Inspired, the podcast. I'm still here with Sam. (laughs) Clearly I missed the The signal from our producer saying go for it. Okay, so we're talking about wedding traditions, superstitions, all those types of things. Go for it, Sam. Flowers. What about them? Well... Originally, in backy ye old days, oh, no. uh, yes, flowers were... So basically like what, for you when you were... Yeah, mm-hmm. 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. Flowers were really, well, weddings were done in the spring when the flowers were picked out in the forest and brought so that the bride didn't smell. It was a sort of a tradition because they didn't wash back in those back or in not the old much. Day. Not as much. So the, the flowers were there to ward off the smell, basically. But they were also used to ward off evil spirits. They could symbolize fertility. They could symbolize spirituality, depending on which parts of the area you're getting married. Yes, that was later on after they realized that they should wash every day. Mm-hmm. Then they brought in these other traditions to make up for the fact that having the bouquet... Uh, That's what the boutonniere was. So, like, if something smelled, you're supposed to, like, yes. turn yeah. to the side and see if the flesh. groom was, if, yes. we, if we didn't like the smell of his bride. Okay, well, <laughs> do you know where the tradition of something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue comes you from? You beat me to it. No, I did not know. <laughs> Tell, pray. Okay. Well, it's customary to wear those because they're considered, as you know, good luck. And they are meant to symbolize different things. Like, something old is about family and friends at the wedding. Mm-hmm. That's sort of symbolizing that that something new signifies the couple starting with something new like life is there's newness coming to the world a birth there's a birth yeah well hopefully not hopefully uh something blue was supposed to signify a bride's purity or virginity oh yeah no it's just those days are gone and the something borrowed also means that you have everybody's support right so they're you know they're I they're, like that. I like those something borrowed something blue i just think they're a sweet way to include like sometimes, like if I, as a mother of only sons, mm-hmm. I sort of imagine that if I gave something to their future spouse, it would be a great way to include me. Yes. Because I could give something like old, because that's basically what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But, um, or something blue, because, you know, I don't own anything that's not blue. Mm-hmm. But it is a way to include another family member or somebody who maybe doesn't get as much, you know, praise during the wedding right, planning. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if grandma wants to come and hand you over a ring, take the ring. And then we have the tradition of the uh, jumping of the uh, broom. Mm-hmm. Back in uh, slavery days, uh, a broom was something that you 
had around the the home. So you're usually tied two of those together. And uh, during the ceremony, you jumped over it. And it was hopefully that you'd get out of slavery too by jumping no. <laughs> jumping yeah. over it. Uh, but it, it's a tradition that's carried on uh, even today to signify the connection uh, to the past. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a gorgeous yeah. ceremony. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything like that. If any you have tradition any like tradition, that. if you have family members who want to do something, um, or you've been to weddings and your other family members have done it, doesn't mean you have to do it. But it is a great way to include something from your homeland. You know, I've seen people play like an Italian song, and Grandpa all of a sudden who was oh, yes. paying attention is up on the dance floor. Grandma comes out of nowhere. You know, it's it can be a very sweet way to include maybe some parts of our lives that we sort of you know mm-hmm. moved on from and don't necessarily think of all the time. Yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of uh, you know Portuguese, Spanish, mm. Italian weddings and there's always a tradition in there yeah. somewhere always. like i had a, a bride whose family was from the philippines and it's very traditional it's considered good luck to come and pin money to her dress yes and this comes from the whole bunch of different reasons mm-hmm. but if you don't do it like the entire family believes you're cursed like it just like <laughs> nope like this wedding is not happening yeah and there's different ways to do it like mm-hmm. i've seen people who come and they just throw the money onto the floor mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. or put them into a bucket it's you know yeah, you can modify it to today's uh, traditions. Like, too. I'm not a big person who likes the tradition of the dollar dance where you are forcing your guests to no, pay but, to dance with you. Right, but that is a, a tradition from, I'm, I forget which I don't country it's, it's it from. It is some sort of combination right. type of thing. But right. I that's to me different because it's not, it's sort of not necessarily based on the couple's culture, I guess. Well, yeah, because just about anybody does it or yeah. used to do it. Used to. That sort of has died down. Oh, I, mean, I don't get it asked. I, I, they don't ask as much. Many years since I've done that. Uh, but yes, it used to be done by every culture. Yes. Where, whereas it was originally from one culture, which I can't but remember. But you can just put it in the envelope and just put it in the card box. And let's be done with it and yes. move on. Yeah, I, I agree. Just like this topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wedding shoes. Wedding shoes. It is unlucky to wear your wedding shoes out and about on the street. But Kia pointed out something Okay, if important. you don't wear those shoes, you will not know how quickly your feet will hurt. <laughs> you also won't know if they're like slippery for some reason. Or there's like a really great um, Friends episode where Chandler and Monica, they practice all their dancing stuff and he wears the shoes and they're like super slippery and he basically looks like an idiot on the <laughs> dance floor because yeah. he can't. Yeah. It looks like he's got two left feet. Yep. So I understand probably, yes, don't go down to your local grocery store and like, go walking around in, in high-heeled <laughs> shoes or not. But you should definitely at least wear them around the house. Mm-hmm. You should wear them and practice your dance, dance in them. Yes. So there are benefits to it. And then also you will know what type of shoe backup you should bring for when your feet hurt. Oh, now that's a great tip. A shoe backup. Mm-hmm. I mean, lots of couples do this. I mean, I've seen it. They've had the really fancy one. They like it. But then by the time they get to like the dances are up and they're on the dance floor, they want to either be in flip flops. I've seen people put on their cowboy boots. My understanding is cowboy boots have to be broken in. You can't. Before you wear them. Before you wear them. That's Mm -hmm. it's unlucky to like. So you have to wear them. Okay. Just, you know. And to wrap up this one, I find it strange that. (laughs) <laughs> that they have this in this uh, this article. The shoes, the wedding shoes you wear oh my God. should be ripped apart and burned sometime shortly after the ceremony and never, ever be given away to anyone else. I never knew that. Uh, if you go onto Facebook Marketplace, you will see a gorgeous selection of shoes <laughs> that you could purchase discounted. 
So this tradition, nobody pays attention to this tradition anymore. I don't think anybody. I don't think it was a real tradition. I like. <laughs> I know that you're really old, Sam, but that's like pushing it. I no, I'm actually reading it from an article, so oh, don't okay. blame me for this one. Okay, I just thought I had to mention that because that, that's. That's that a tradition I've never heard of. Like, you get back to the hotel and you're just like, ah! <laughs> just rip your shoes apart. Some of those shoes are really expensive. <laughs> all right. And now, finally, the one that we all love to hate the wedding cake. Yeah. I'm not a big wedding cake fan. No, but the tradition of smooshing the wedding cake. Oh, no. I hate that one. <laughs> so do I. It's supposed to be good luck. See, I don't see how that's good I, luck. Neither do I. It's a waste of food, mm-hmm. um, especially if one or both of you got your hair and makeup done and everything, and now you're smushing that in. That is greasy. Like, depending on what it is, it just may not. You could accidentally stain your dress. That's right. There's, Or you could accidentally stain your tux or your suit. There's a whole bunch of things that could go wrong. I like the fist fight. Well, I've seen people get oh, yes. really so deeply, I- like... There was an agreement, yes, and, and you start broken. your wedding off breaking an agreement right away mm-hmm. in the beginning is probably not a good idea. Would you be surprised to know that I broke my agreement with my wife? No, yes, you're a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we promised not to smush cake in others in each other's face, and since I was going first, I smushed her. And what did she do to you? She was mad at me, mm-hmm. and she smushed me back. Okay, and. Does she that bring it up every now no, and then? No, 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 no. We never bring it up. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I always tell people, don't bring up the cake at the wedding. Okay. No. I'm just texting her right now, just so you'll have a pleasant afternoon when you get home. No, don't smush cake into each other's face. The only thing that this is waste time. From the DJ's perspective, now the bride and the groom have got to go off, or the couple have got to go off to the bathroom, and I can't do anything. I can't get people up and dancing. All right. I guess I could, but... Yeah, if you did your job, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but the tradition is that they're supposed to go into a, a dance right after the cake cutting or do something. It just pushes things back. Let's so not you do and that. I disagree where the cake cutting should be anyway. So this well, is, yes, this yes. Is, but that will hold that for a different episode. For a different topic. Yes. And then the tradition of freezing and eating the <laughs> wedding cake. Do you know how many uh, times you lose power throughout a year? So it like sort of starts to defrost and then it sort of refreezes and... It's a tradition. I understand. My wife's family, they save it for a year and they bring other family members over and So they eat can it. eat the crappy yeah. cake that they didn't eat before? Yeah. No, we didn't do that. Trust me. Well, no also way. the thing is there's a very specific way that you should wrap it. Like, like don't just stick it in the box like right back into the <laughs> freezer. Like you should be doing like a layer of like parchment paper, oh. plastic wrap, then tin foil, then, pa- then like repeat that a few times. If you are genuinely going to be one of those people... I'm, good. I'm glad you mentioned that. I didn't realize you had to do that. Me, I just put it in a plastic bag and chuck it in the uh, freezer. But apparently, there is a, a traditional is, way there, of doing it. There is a method that works a lot better than just like one Ziploc bag. I yeah. mean, it should end up ultimately in a Ziploc bag after you've done Did at least two that. or three layers. Yeah. Because... The moisture. Moisture. Yeah. Freezers are sort of gross. Like if you <laughs> throw something in there, like, <laughs> I don't know. I. But that tradition is for good luck, again. A year after. It's a superstition. I don't understand how a year after, since your first anniversary is supposed to be paper, how is eating something that tastes like paper considered good luck? Well, remember, most people don't make it to the first year anyway, so maybe that's why it's a tradition. What do you mean they don't make it? Most people make it to the first year, but okay. Anyways, we're getting way off topic. I thought I read somewhere that... Oh my God. (laughs) 
I'm not obviously taking any parting words from Sam this time. Just remember, oh, he's please. got all of his questions that you should be asking a pro on his website. I know our fellow listeners, yeah. what's the website? Just just mention the website. All the W's dot atmosphere hyphen productions dot com. Go, just, what are you telling people not to come here for advice anymore because no, no, I'm no, wrong? They should, they should come to the advice. <laughs> I'm just saying I think you shared a lot this episode. <laughs> Please remember that you can download us for free wherever you get your favorite podcasts and join us again next Wednesday. Bye, Sam. Go home. (laughs) The Engaged and Inspired Podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com, produced and copyrighted by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut.